Pops Radio is on the air. It's the Greg and Jeff Show on Gamer Pops Radio. Just two guys talking about parenting, video games, toys, and anything else that's on their minds. Now, your hosts, Greg Pickin and Jeff Peters. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Greg and Jeff Show, episode number seven on Gamer Pops Radio, the We're Gonna Talk About E3 edition. I'm Jeff Peters. Joining me is Greg Pickin. Hi, Greg. Hey, folks. How you doing? Hey, and Jeff. Yes. How you doing? Uh, you know, I. This is a week that where every year, all the years before this, it's I've just been jacked and like so stoked for everything that we're that we're anticipating getting out of the Electronic Entertainment Expo. I mean, we've been to this show like as recently as a few years ago. So, and that was always a great time. So, uh, it's always you know lo- watching the press conferences and seeing the new reveals and whatnot. I don't know about you. Maybe it's because of life or our dwindling interest in the gaming industry that doesn't seem to want to change much and we're outgrowing. I don't know what it is, but I I was feeling it, but I wasn't feeling it nearly as much as years prior. No, I'm I'm definitely in the same boat. Like I feel it, like there's there's a lot of cool stuff announced, but more and more I'm just feeling like that I'm not the audience for that stuff anymore. No, it you doesn't. Know, it's, it doesn't it's a help. weird feeling. Yeah, it doesn't help that the, the the publishers are starting to diminish the importance of E3 themselves. Like EA's doing their own thing, Nintendo's gone off and done their own thing for the last few years. It seems to be losing its overall. Imp- and like, there's leaks all over the place, and Nintendo's got their Nintendo Directs now, so they're just going you know directly whenever they want to announce something, they can. They're not necessarily waiting for E3. It feels like E3. I mean. Seeing pictures of the show floor, it's still ridiculous amounts of money being spent and over to, over marketed as always. But it just doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it used to, and it seems like it's diminishing in importance somehow. Yeah, I mean, part of it is, you know, all right. So just just to step back, in case anybody doesn't know what E three is, it's the video game industry, specifically the console and you know handheld, but not mobile handheld. Uh, gaming industries industry trade show so you have all of the video game companies putting on their their big big show and i mean you've got the big publishers there but also the little guys as well trying to get some attention but it's an industry only event so you have buyers you have media you have industry folks you know it's it's generally not open to the public yet somehow the general public always seems to find a way in (laughs) Uh, they used to not so much anymore they really cracked down on a lot of things it really is it's gotten to be more of a trade show and i don't know if maybe that's part of the problem or it just got too big or they realize there's other ways to do it than spending millions of dollars on these ridiculous events i don't know well and i think that's part of the key and and jeff and i have been a couple of times and i mean it's it was exciting you know it was fun to be there you know we watched the live stream now and it's like yeah we were in those seats and yeah now we're not in those seats and we're not really missing anything you know it uh I, I think the biggest thing is just the the industry has shifted. So, you know, back in, in the sort of heyday of E3, you know, you had to put on this presentation to, to wow the games journalists. Well, now you don't have to do that anymore because Nintendo has shown it. Instead of doing a press conference at the uh, the Nokia Center for thousands of people, they put out a webcast. Mm-hmm. And they're on YouTube talking directly to fans. So they're they're skipping the middleman of IGN or Kotaku or Polygon and 
and taking their message right to you. And everybody's yeah. showing their press conferences online now, so there really isn't that much need to go there to see those because you're you're seeing everybody gets to see it in real time now. And and with streaming being what it is, there's so many options on Twitch, on YouTube gaming, with the 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 companies themselves with their own websites. There's so many ways that you can see these press conferences now. You don't necessarily have to watch it on Spike TV anymore, if you have it. You can you everyone has the same access. The only thing people don't have access to now is the show floor. Yeah, and I mean the behind the scenes, you know, there's I mean you still can get some good content if you want to go beneath the surface, but the reality is I think a lot of people are content to uh, you know just kind of kind of get the glossy overview. What's, you know, what's happening? Okay, what's this game? Oh, that game is cool. When's it coming out? Mhm. And I mean for us, it's just we've we've seen it before. It's how many different ways can we have a variation of this of the shooting genre right like every press conference i think had except well nintendo which didn't really even have a press conference at all they had at least two or three if not more versions of a shooting game whether it be first person or third person a lot of guns and what i mean terribly timed after what happened in orlando but you know uh where we stand in solidarity etc etc and now here's a game where we shoot a lot of stuff with automatic weapons and semi-automatic reference weapons it's like gaming industry is going to game industry right that's what sells that's the problem yeah we have the most realistic weapons that you can possibly get uh okay yeah and maybe it's because we're old and that doesn't appeal to us as much as it used to although I don't know if we were ever. You were a bit of a shooter guy. I was never. I play. I am a nominal shooter fan, but yeah. it's yeah. For me, it's the um, games that, like the shoot. The only games that like worth shooting and guns were Uncharted, and Just Cause and Saints Row, and two of them are parodies or satire, basically, and the other one's Uncharted. Yeah. Well, and and as I said to you the other day, because I'm uh, I'm playing through Uncharted. Uh, finally getting around to some of the older ones the you know uncharted is a really great game that for some reason has gunfighting yeah <laughs> like that game i mean you talk about a game that just grinds to a halt the the gunfighting sections of uncharted are just i mean they can just be tediously brutal yeah that was nice about uncharted 4 where they added some stealth elements so there's some of those set pieces where you could go through them without shooting anybody yeah, and what's cool about the the uh, PS4 collected upres version is there is an option to actually just play without combat, hmm. and I feel like I wouldn't miss that much. It would be a much quicker experience, obviously, but I think it would then be even closer to that movie experience because you know as much as they throw in the combat and that, you know, it's really the game is about exploration and those cool set pieces and crazy stuff that happens, like yeah. Anyway, but it, it, if you like shooters, you're getting more of them. But yeah. it's just, I, I, I just, I can't. I, I like, I want to see new, different things. I want to see, you know, I like that Ubisoft did Watch Dogs two, and that it looks like it may actually not suck, and it may actually be something you know where you don't have to necessarily go shooty shooty bang bang and have a protagonist that you didn't want to strangle, right? So yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic about that one, but I want to see different i want i i want to see like new and unique game gaming experiences still it's something i that i go yeah i really want to try that because that looks cool because i don't have to shoot everybody every five freaking seconds yeah and i mean the theme was very much iteration this year again you know whether it's 
something, you know, the the next sequel or, you know, relaunch, you know, we're getting God of War again, but this time with Norse mythology mixed in. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you know, so things are, you know, we're seeing a lot of familiar names, a lot of familiar faces, the occasional new thing. And and the novelty there was seemed to be around the VR stuff. Mhm. Yeah, like, VR was a big deal again. I will never play it and I'm going to and I'm pretty convinced it won't actually be that good of a game. But that Star Trek Bridge Crew, I mean <laughs> at least that was an attempt at making VR a social experience cuz Yeah. That's my big concern and why I just I don't really have any interest in the technology is I don't want to sit there with a headset on and be isolated. Okay. Were you watching the Ubisoft press conference when they showed that uh, that Eagle game, that Eagle VR game? And yep. it and it was six people on stage wearing the the VR sets and they're looking and they're basically turning their heads and looking around while they're playing this game and I'm like no no this is not how like you you know how in these press conferences there's always that shot of the person the, or persons yeah, playing the cutaway the game, shot the cutaway shot when you see the person on stage playing the game you can't show that shot for VR because it's not a selling point well you know what it's all you ba- see is a bunch of nerdy looking people with these goggles on twisting their heads around oh oh what's going on I'm an eagle like no not that kind of not for the VR what were you thinking to be fair, there's no such thing as a good E3 cutaway shot. But yes, that but one is not is for VR, man. Especially egregious. Oh god, like, I just... you don't want to see people play VR. You want to see virtual reality. So I'm telling you, folks, it's not a good visual. Watch no. someone playing VR. There's a reason why you're going to be playing it mostly on your own because it looks kind of silly. I don't know where I saw the joke somewhere, but it somebody had said that it looks like the world's worst Stevie Wonder impersonator <laughs> convention. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. <laughs> That's harsh, but so true. Yeah. Um, That's it, you know, that, and now, now that you say that, now you, that, that's, that just, that's perfect. It's so perfect for what I saw. It was six Stevie Wonders. Yeah. God. And it was anything but wonderful. No, it was... Oh, VR, everybody. This is, It's the future or something. The future, Jeff? <sighs> sure. Yes. So that's, that's gonna, you know... But I mean, at least, okay, just to jump back. The Star Trek one was cool because, like, I like the idea of it being a truly collaborative experience. And, you know... Star Trek holograms that's always been a thing virtual realities I like it and I like I like the concept of like everybody has their role to play you know I just that's, wish we didn't yeah. have the uncomfortable and kind of awkward and not at all forced dialogue with the some of the current and past members of Star Trek crews yeah that was yeah I didn't feel so good about that yeah. but I mean that but yeah at least that's 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 cool that's that, that's different yeah, because I want to see more applications like like that, I guess. You know, the the Eagle flying game, I mean, that looked like a tech demo. Mm-hmm. You know, it, what it made me think of was when we at E3 in the past got to play the, the gamepad for the Wii U for the first time. Mm-hmm. They had that cool pirate ship demo, which yeah. never became a thing, even though it totally should have. I think it worked its way into... Uh into Nintendo Land or some or some other mini game compilation yeah. collection or something like the like the Catch Me or whatever it was. Yeah, but it was like I see in. how this technology can work. Yeah, 
And but th- this isn't a game, you know. No. But it is kind of neat. Yeah. So I mean, and, and it wasn't shooty shooty bang bang. So that's yeah. you know, again, I applied them for trying something different. I just didn't appreciate the visual of the people looking around like Stevie Wonder during the yeah. demo. So yeah, I mean, otherwise. I don't think there was a whole lot to really take away from that. If if anything, like Microsoft's was extremely safe. Except know. for the fact that they introduced a new console and then before the press conference is over, introduced another console. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they replaced their console before it even launched. So yeah, if you're looking to buy an Xbox One right now, please don't. <laughs> um, you know, unless you're doing it for charitable purposes like I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, just don't. There's going to be really good deals soon on the original Xbox. It's already starting. The original well, Xbox start- One deals are well, already starting. It, the price cut has happened, but the really good deals are still to come. Yeah. The Xbox One S, which is a stupid name. I uh, you know when they when they talked about in the press conference at the beginning, I thought that was what would be Scorpion. I thought that would be, that was going to be the yeah. next iteration because they talked about 4K and HDR. I'm like, oh well, here it is. They're giving it to us. And then they man, they announced Scorpion. Scorpion. Scorpio. Scorpio. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm mixing up with the with the sh- that show on TV that we used to watch Scorpion, which uh, we liked initially, then kind of sucked. The way to uh, think of it is. Hank Scorpio, evil evil supervillain from The Simpsons. Right, Scorpio. So I was on the right track. Yeah, you were going down the right road. Yeah, but then Scorpio comes and like it's going to have like a hundred thousand kajillion teraflops and oh, so many flops, so many flops, more more, more flops, flops than, than a Cleveland Cavaliers game, more flops than Sony's handheld strategy. Oh, oh, all right. See, you went you went Sony handheld. I, I tried I to keep it, I tried to keep it in the family. That's a good one. I liked it. I liked yeah. yours better. Oh wow, yeah, so a lot of tech, this and that, and it's the console point five thing, right? That yeah, and but and Microsoft had to take that extra step. Now there's the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, and the Xbox One Scorpio. So the Xbox, the it. Xbox One S is like the one point one version, and then Scorpio is like the one point five, I guess. Yeah, thank God, thank God I, that we have multiple iterations that we can that we can choose from because we don't, you know, because consumers couldn't even figure out Wii and Wii U, but good, you know, what that was. So good yeah. job, Microsoft. That's well, that, I mean, that's going to go over. I well. think part of it is. The Xbox One S and Scorpio are going to be for the keeners mm-hmm. because I'm going to I'm going to reveal a dirty little secret here. I still have a 720p TV that I play on. Good. I don't even God, have, man. I don't have 1080. My TV's 37 inches, and you know what? It's just fine. Well, 37 inches, a 1080p set is. But yeah, but it's you don't, you, would, you don't notice. It's too small to to make a difference. Yeah, unless you sit like a, a foot away. I don't have a big fancy wall size TV like yours, and you know what? I'm okay with it's that right now. I haven't inches. just haven't needed to get one. So, you know, for me, Xbox One is just fine. You know, if you don't have a 4K TV, I'm not even sure why you would get the S or even the Scorpio. Yeah. I guess well, if you want to do VR said, or, yeah. or 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 better frame rate, that's all you're gonna get out of it. Scorpio is pointless if you don't have a 4K TV. That's kind of the early. I think even Microsoft admitted that. They even said, yeah. Don't bother. Or maybe that was the S. I can't remember which. Again, here I am, confused already. Because there's yeah. 10 million versions of the Xbox. Yeah. Remember the days you could buy a console and you, you knew what you were getting? Yeah. Those days are gone, man. It's the mobile phone and PC gaming master race world. Uh, it's called greed. Yeah, well, that You know, too. we don't need two new Xboxes in the next year. But, but we're going to get them anyway. Yep. So that's great. So Scorpio, 
the Xbox, oh, sorry, the PlayStation 4 Neo, which is basically going to be Sony's answer to the Scorpio, and yeah. the Nintendo NX, probably all coming next year. How the heck am I going to afford all that? But the thing is, unless you're into like VR or 4K, I mean, they're they're making the claim that games will run on any of those systems. So if you buy an Xbox One game, it will work for any of them. Yeah. Which I feel developers are like, heck yeah, we can't wait to get on board with that. Oh, that's gonna be so awesome! I can't wait to like put an extra effort. Yeah. <sighs> what the so heck, is man? it? Is it any wonder that I find myself slowly moving more towards freemium games that I can play and discard and make minimal, if any, investment into? Yeah, it's it, it's. Also, I'm the I'm final getting, I'm, I'm, addict, I'm, so well, yeah, that too. That that helps with. It. Maybe I'm getting old, but I just feel like this industry is doing everything it possibly can to pass us by. I don't well, know. I mean, you've seen the contraction. You've seen studios fall by the wayside. You've seen Disney get out of video game publishing altogether. Yep. You know, we're we're probably coming towards a bit of a reckoning. Mm-hmm. You know, as. I mean, there's always going to be interesting games and you're seeing more like the rise of the indie developer because a platform like Steam can get you out there. And then, you know, Nintendo and Sony both try to court the indies and do a decent job of it. But I mean, Sony especially has done a really good job because they haven't had any of their own software to put on the PS4. So they've been having to rely heavily on the indies because they just been having trouble getting stuff out from their first and second party. And I feel like it's there for for the Xbox. I just don't. It's not as prominent, so I don't. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's funny. We hardly talk. Hardly talk about what Sony did in their press conference. Yeah, because they managed to not really do anything too stupid. No, I mean it was also pretty safe. Like God of War is getting relaunched. You know, a lot of the usual stuff. There's a couple of new exclusives coming, or timed exclusives, or just. Things. What's, that, what's that Sony exclusive game I'm really looking and interested in? Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. I want to see more of that because that looks like something that's fairly compelling that I may want to get if it's uh if it turns out to be as good as it initially looks on paper. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely got an interesting look. It's Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Which by the way, not developed by Sucker Punch, which gives me hope that I mean, it's by Insomniac, so it'll probably still be really good, but it gives me hope that Sucker Punch is working on another infamous game. So I was worried yeah. when I heard the rumors that uh, Sucker Punch might be working on the ne- another Spider-Man game, So, because uh, I really want a- another infamous game to come out soon. Yeah, I mean, y- you're taking the studio that made Spyro games initially, has made Ratchet and Clank, and now you're giving them Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down with that. I think it'll no, be all right. I think it'll be all right. I mean, it's it's, you know, it's we've we've seen poor efforts for superhero video games, but I mean, you're gotta you've got a really good studio on it. Yeah, uh, and and I mean, Rocksteady did a great job with the Batman games when they developed them, at least the yeah. early games. So I mean, it's it, you certainly can, and Insomniac has the pedigree to do it right. And I think the one that you might look at as a as a touchstone is Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, I didn't like Sunset Overdrive. I play, I got yeah. it, I downloaded it for free. I mean, I, 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 it looks great, and I, I think it's one of those games where it's just not for me. But I certainly can get why people liked it. But if I you just, look at the, if you look at the DNA of that game, yeah, 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 you I could totally get it. See where they could go with a Spider-Man game. That totally. Be, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. Yeah. So, so they, they can pull it off. Yeah. Now the funny thing is, we're, you know, we're talking Sony. 
The game I think that people are most anxiously awaiting is No Man's Sky, which, I mean, you know, they I, did they even mention it this year? No. Because <laughs> it was the surprise of last year and, or last year, the year before, I don't even know. I mean, this game has been coming forever and... Nah, forget it. it, it, it everyone, ever... Everyone's talking about Last Guardian. Yeah. So, I mean, Which it, it, has it, also been forever in the offing and... But it looks like it's finally now actually going to come out. It like, looks like we're going to get it this year. We're in a world where 2016 is going to bring us The Last Guardian and Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> I mean, combined. You know, I think both of those games started development when you didn't... Neither of us had children. Because <laughs> um, uh, Last Guardian is going true. back like a decade, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy thir- 15 was originally supposed to be Final Fantasy 13 versus... And so that shows you how far back that was. Yeah, it's just uh, 2016, everyone. Yeah, what a what a world we live in. And <laughs> and I mean another note, upcoming stuff that's exciting is that you know we're we're also gonna get a slew of Star Wars games, none we of have... which we actually saw and at all. <laughs> just a bunch no. of people talk about it. Oh, I can't believe I get to work on Star Wars. It's such an honor to work on Star Wars. We're working on a Star Wars game. Yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. But you didn't show us hardly any Star Wars games. Thanks yeah, for telling so... us about how wonderful it is to work on Star Wars games. How about you show us a Star Wars game? Mm. Yeah, Crazy I mean, thought. we're gonna we know Battlefield Two is coming, and just because again visuals on a podcast don't work i'm yawning <laughs> i mean that talk about well, see, a you mis- can make you can make a loud yawn and go <laughs> that game was <laughs> i mean i don't know if it was rushed out or what or if that was what it was supposed to be but i mean they just they they didn't get there with the game but i mean there's obviously star wars there's a ton of stuff they can do you know we haven't had a, a good jedi fighting game in a little while you know we'll get the uh i i would love as i've said before i would love to see the x the x-wing and tie fighter series relaunched that would be you know with today's consoles that would be amazing i know at one point they were working on uh doing a free-to-play x-wing you know tie fighter game which i would have been totally down for but that got canceled because we've got little teases here and there, but you know nothing that can quite top what just how amazing that classic game was. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, uh, New Zelda. New Zelda, yeah. Hey, I bet it'll be played exactly the same way all of the other Zelda games are played. And I say that as a fan <laughs> of Zelda. Dude, this looks really good. I don't know. I've watched some of the Treehouse Live stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, I it, it's you know it's it's early and it's it's designed to get you hyped and whatnot. But this this almost looks like yeah, I want to go get an NX for this because you know they're showing on NX ish hardware probably to make yeah. it look really good, right? It's like I've gotten more into Legend of Zelda lately, and like I played a few of the games, and I'm I, this one looks so good. Like it's, I mean, we'll see, but Nintendo doesn't usually screw up. With this type of game, no, they. I mean, they they know their core games. Like they, I mean, all, I just, they could I almost just... get away with only showing Zelda and some of the new Pokemon uh, games and all the other stuff they're showing on the, the lesser games, quote unquote, on their Treehouse Live stuff, and they could have a very good E three out of well, it. Well, and the reality is, they only have Pokemon and Zelda because the NX is going to be coming out 
They've, I think they've basically written off the Wii U for this holiday season. There's not really anything of note, I think. And if that's the way it works, that's a, that is freaking brilliant cover. Yeah. For the fact they don't have a lot. So, yeah. Because everybody's going to... I mean, it's weird to launch a, a console in March if they actually deliver it in March and not show it now. I mean, I, I'm assuming Tokyo Game Show, whenever that is, I think that's coming. Yeah, that's when we're probably going to find out more about the NX. Yeah, I would guess. so that, or, that'll be the launch, because obviously... Could, you know what, though? They could just say, we're doing Nintendo Direct tomorrow, and then here it is, Nintendo NX. Yeah, it'll, they they it'll may not just, even wait for TGS. It'll appear. Yeah, that's what they do. They they literally announce them 24 hours ahead of time sometimes and say, oh, we're going to talk about something. You know, you may want to sh- may want to show up. All right, yeah. then. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, that's sort of our E3 in a nutshell, I guess. Yep. Germs. Germs. Sir Myrna Germs. Germs. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, yeah. One thing I want to say, Lego Dimensions Year 2 or whatever they're calling it looks awesome. I can't wait. It's going to cost me a lot of money again. Yeah, there's a lot of sweet looking properties in that one. So many new franchises. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's... If I could be use that word on this podcast, damn. So, gosh darn it. Gosh darn it, that looks like it's going to cost a lot of money. Oh, look, more Toys to Life stuff. <laughs> Who knew? Yes, RIP Disney Infinity. <laughs> Long live Lego Dimensions and Meebone <laughs> Skylanders. <laughs> How am I going to afford all this? I don't know. We're just getting into Highlander territory, though, where there can be only one. Oh, that would be great, because then I only know I only have to throw money at one one thing. Yeah. Ugh. All right. All right. Well, while Jeff shakes his head in despair, I'm going to sign off by saying I'm Greg from Gamer Pops. Uh, and I'm Jeff shaking my head in despair, which you can see on a podcast. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go play some games. Why don't you do the same? All right. See you guys later. Maybe that can be my new catchphrase. What? We're going to play some games. Why don't you do the same? Uh, I like uh, it. Excuse me. I like it. Especially it won't have going... the burp, though. That was just added for flair.